0: Good morning, Mohamed.
1: Morning, Sakina. Morning to the listeners.
0: Now, let's start with uh, the, the the oil price story. Now, oil developments remain, uh, you know, on the downside for now. What is going on overall?
1: <laughs> Look, I mean, this is fantastic news for South Africa because we're an oil importing country uh, and economy. And so when we see this oil price falling, I mean, it's down around another percent uh, overnight. And this, as you mentioned, related to two factors. One, uh, obviously, global demand does continue to remain a little bit on the downside, remains quite low. Uh, we had that Japanese GDP data, and that's certainly weighing on sentiment this morning. Uh, but the overarching theme that we've had in terms of oil over the course of the last many months now has been this global supply glut, uh, and that remains well in place. I mean, we've got OPEC, at close to record production, it's not at record production as we speak. Uh, you've got the Iranians likely to ramp up their production numbers as well, Uh, as the prospect of sanctions being lifted uh, remains on the cards right now. We've got the U.S. Congress that still has to weigh in on that. Uh, And at the same time, we've had news flow of U.S. production becoming even more efficient. So we've got U.S. shale producers, uh, before the massive crash in oil prices, their break-even costs were around $80 a barrel. Uh, That has shifted significantly lower. And now you're seeing an average of around $40 to $50 a barrel break-even on U.S. shale some of their producers, even profitable with a break-even uh, at or below $30 a barrel. So with, with all of this news flow, you know, it looks as though the U.S. continues to pump it close to, uh, close to record highs in that economy as well. Uh, and that entrenching is supply glut in the context where demand does remain quite lackluster. The good news is oil continues to fall. Uh, and if we see it break below, there's, there's a technical support level here between $45 and $48 a barrel on print. And if we actually see that level break, you could see even further downside pressure. Uh, but for now, I certainly do anticipate that we could see levels around 45, uh, possibly holding in the shorter term.
0: And then uh, the RAND, of course, that's the other story, Mohammed. Um, seemingly remaining on the back foot, but uh, so too all uh, many other um, uh, emerging market currencies. And they've stayed pressured with uh, Malaysia being quite hard hit.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, emerging markets as a whole have been very hard. It's been interesting because over the last two weeks or so, you've had the U.S. dollar on the back foot, so the dollar hasn't been as strong. On a structural basis, it does remain strong. But even despite the fact that we had the U.S. dollar weakening a little bit over the course of the last two weeks or so, you've had emerging market currencies remaining on the back foot, remaining very hard hit. Now, I think it's the Malaysian window the reason why I actually singled this one out is that its performance has been considerably worse than even the RAND. So if you look at the last month, if you want to just look at that high period, uh, they've weakened by by almost eight percent where the RAND's gone by around 3% over the last month. So that's telling you how bad it is over a very short period of time. Uh, It is the weakest we've seen the ring since the late 90s. uh, And it's starting to be a little bit reminiscent of the Asian financial crisis. Now, there is some speculation here uh, that someone is trying to test the reserves of the Malaysian Central Bank. Uh, We do know that they have intervened quite aggressively in terms of trying to defend their currency historically, and now it looks as though someone is leaning against them. Uh, For South Africa, I mean, we've learned our lessons in terms of trying to defend the currency uh, in the late 90s. All you do is you spend a lot of your hard-earned reserves trying to defend the currency, and eventually you just don't have the same ammunition than some uh, of the global hedge funds, if you want to call it that, uh, that tend to lean against the central bank. So for now, obviously, the South African Reserve Bank, we don't intervene in our currency any longer, but Malaysia, looking at those, likely to crack in the shorter term. Uh, unfortunately, when emerging markets do come the under pressure, they all tend to go at the same time. So, unfortunately, the outlook for now does remain still so to the weaker, notwithstanding the fact that the rand is very oversold in the central term.
0: Thank you so much. I'm uh, Mohamed Nala, analyst at Nedbank Capitals, and our apologies uh, for the noise on that line. AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. On the only thing better than a perfect sunrise.